you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live here in New York City. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, turning the page on another week of football. Wednesday has become my unofficial page turn. Uh, I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty. That's right. Let's do it. Lee Block. Lee Block. Lee Block. Trade deadline came and went yesterday, but on Monday, Mike McDaniel handed out a Halloween trick. Oh, this will be good. So tomorrow is the trade deadline. Do you anticipate any movement by you guys? What? <laughs> There's a, dead, there's a deadline? There is, there is. Oh man, I'm terrible at deadlines. <laughs> Clearly, Mike McDaniel didn't hand a couple papers in on time at college. Yeah. Uh, things got better for Mike McDaniel when it comes to deadlines because 12 players were traded yesterday, the most on deadline day in the last 30 years, and that includes Bradley Chubb, Jeff Wilson Jr. to the Dolphins. For more on a crazy day of trades, let's bring in our NFL Network insider, Ian Rappaport. That is a great list of names, and it know, you know it kept Rap Sheet busy all day yesterday. But let's focus on South Beach, Ian, and what went down in Miami to bolster their roster. Now they acquired Bradley Chubb, one of the top players to change teams during the trade deadline, for the small price of a first-round pick. Obviously not theirs. They didn't have one. But they had San Francisco's going all the way back uh, to two years to a pre-draft trade. Uh, so what they did was they took all of that. They took the first rounder. They took a 2024 fourth rounder and Chase Edmonds, sent him to the Denver Broncos, who of course also had a running back need. Also wanted picks back from the Russell Wilson deal, uh, and they also uh, traded was out. Oh, 200, uh, 2025 fifth rounder. A lot of picks went back and forth. The most notable thing that happened, Bradley Chubb, a big-time pass rusher, lands with the Miami Dolphins. They also traded for Jeff Wilson, by the way, from the San Francisco 49ers to fill a hole. They had it running back. A fifth rounder goes there. So the Dolphins, who have never been shy about trading picks for premium players, 
load up and attempt to make a run at this thing. They were not the only team that was active. The Chicago Bears were actually buyers. Remember, we've talked for the past couple of weeks about the Bears being sellers. Robert Quinn was one. Roquan Smith was another. They actually bought on Chase Claypool, sending their own second-round pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers for Claypool. It was pretty clear Claypool was not going to stay in Pittsburgh. I would say it's fair to say he had worn out his welcome a little bit. That thing was not going to happen. And then the Bears made an offer they, the Steelers could not refuse. So Chase Claypool on the move to Chicago. Ian, my goodness, uh, it was like Christmas for you yesterday. We are happy for you, but now we have to move on with regular old headlines throughout the rest of the season. It feels like a new day in the NFL. The landscape has shifted oh, yeah. for a handful of teams after yesterday's action. Peter, if you have to pick a most Ooh. intriguing storyline, team, Ooh. direction after the trade deadline, where do you take us? There's a lot, a lot of teams made deals and other teams sat on their hands and right. didn't do anything. What do you do? Um, I'm going with Miami where Ian just left okay. off. I, I think the Dolphins made a statement that, hey, we're here for this thing. This is not just us looking to make the playoffs. We're here to do something in the playoffs. You go and trade for Bradley Chubb, who's in the final year of a contract, and he's looking to make you know one of those monster deals. Yeah. You're doing this because you see a window right now. Okay. They did this in March, remember, and they went and got Tyreek Hill. They did this in March, remember, when they went and got Teron Armstead. They did this in March when they went ahead and they said, we're, we're playing for now. We're not playing for five years from now. We are going to support Tua on offense. Here's the play on defense. Chubb traded for their lone first-round pick, which they got, of course, in a previous deal for the Trey Lance pick, eventually what that would end up being. I would say this, this, this Miami team, Sees the Josh Allens, sees the Patrick Mahomes, yep. sees the Lamar Jacksons, sees the Joe Burrow, sees the Justin Herberts. They said, our pass rush just is not good enough yet. Let's get ourselves a guy who is an elite pass rusher. Bradley Chimp could be that. And I mentioned the Trey Lance deal. They traded pick back to get so that San Francisco move up. Look at some of the players that they've gotten out of this deal. Oh. The 2021 first round pick ended up being Jalen Waddle. Mm -hmm. The 2022 first round pick in a circuitous way ended up being Tyreek Hill because they would swap that yep. for Tyreek. And then the 2023 first-round pick ends up being Bradley Chubb. Trey Lance, heck of a college product. I don't know if they were ever going to get that out of that deal. So I, I look at the Dolphins. They are the ones who have maximized not only the Tunzel trade, but now this trade. And I think they're here to play, and they're not looking to mm -hmm. just get to the playoffs. I think they want to win the AFC, and I respect it. They're all in. Oh yeah, I love that. Down in South Beach, they're trying to get championships. Yeah. For me, I looked at the Minnesota Vikings. This is a team that's sitting at 6-1. and one. They're performing well. They're at the top of their division. And they didn't just hang tight. They didn't just say, hey, we're fine. We're going to roll with what we got. They went and got went and got TJ Hawkinson at tight end. Yes, they have Justin Jefferson. They have Dalvin Cook. K.J. Osborne has become a solidified receiver. And then we all know Adam Thielen, the consistent veteran that's there on offense. But they were like, we need some production out of our tight ends. We haven't gotten that. And we're still winning games. Let's go get Hawkinson, a guy that's made plays this season, was a high-round draft pick for Detroit. And now he goes over to Minnesota and in division trade to their rival and he has an opportunity to step up big and be another outlet for Kirk Cousins. So far, they haven't gotten anything from their tight ends. 26 in receiving yards and last in yards per catch. Let's see where TJ Hawkinson shows up in yards per catch amongst tight ends throughout the NFL. He sits at the top of that. And you see where the Vikings are at the very bottom, 7.3 yards. He's doubling that. So this is a weapon that will be inserted in their offense, a team that is performing really well right now, adding another 
weapon for Kirk Cousins to be able to get the ball out and make plays not only underneath but downfield because Hawkinson is good once he gets the ball in his hands as well. And remember, the Vikings had to list Irv Smith Jr. on IR yesterday yep. out eight to ten weeks with mm. an ankle injury, and that news came after the trade yep. was solidified. Mm. They have the best offensive huddle in the league. That's that's the one. At Cincinnati, I hear you and everything. That's the best offensive huddle in the league. And I want to talk about the Bears. Interesting stuff with Chicago. Yesterday, I sat here and said, I'm a fan of, of GM Ryan Poles. Mm -hmm. I like what he's doing. And then yesterday happened, and I'm a bigger fan of GM <laughs> Ryan Poles. I am, because here's the deal. Everybody wants to scream and scream, how do you not get Justin Fields' help? You have to help him. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then they go and get Chase Claypool, and it's like, what are you doing? Why would you get Chase A second-round pick? They're just doing what you just said to do. He sat down yesterday, answered all the questions, talked about the Roquan thing. He said, look, Roquan, we were not going to meet in the middle. He doesn't have an agent, and I think he was going to leave at the end of the year, and we get nothing. So we made it a deal now. Mm -hmm. Chase Claypool, why did he spend a second-round pick? Because we had nine picks, and that was the choice. And here's the deal. Everyone's saying, but your deal with the Bears was you were going to keep all these picks, and it was going to be the draft, and it's going to be free agents. And he's like, it is. But we have nine games left to play this year. We have to play the Bills. We have to play the Eagles. We have to get our quarterback through this season in one piece. Like, we need to get him something to help him. They got a big, strong, massive wide receiver with, I think, a chip on his shoulder, and I like it. And in terms of GMFB business, really interesting developments here in the Good Morning Football program as it pertains to angry runs. You might remember, if you saw the segment yesterday, Chase Claypool won angry runs as a stealer, and here's how we ended it. Chase Claypool is going to win the Angry Run Scepter. Should we send it to Pittsburgh? Or maybe do we wait and send it somewhere else? Chase Claypool, if that was your last game as a Steeler, this is your first moment with the Scepter. You mm. want it. You deserve it. We will find out where we're sending it. Okay, so that happens. He becomes a bear. I was in contact with the Chicago Bears organization yesterday. Yes. They're like, we first got priority. you. First priority. Yeah. When does he we land? We redirected the FedEx from Pittsburgh to Chicago, and the Bears are saying, we got you. As soon as it gets here, as soon as Chase gets here, We're we'll ready. hook it up, we'll send it. They're ready. So, like, they're excited. And Bears fans, I think you should be too. Yep. Uh, Chase, don't... meet Coach Eberflus. And also, can you do a photo shoot with <laughs> yeah. the scepter if you can? We're going to need to get a video oh, too. We have this thing here from Good Morning. Yeah. All right, here you go. He'll be ready. No, be I need him to get off the plane at O'Hare with the scepter holding his name, like Chase Claypool. That's the sign. That's what I'm Just saying. Like, That's right. Scepter. It'll be a baggage for <laughs> a you. A welcome yes. scepter. I like this half the table is very much like bolstering teams that are going to have a lot of success this season. This side's a little bit more like, let's fix a problem now, but also in the future. And that's where I'm going. Because the most intriguing to me is not going to happen this season because Calvin Ridley is still mm. suspended oh uh, the entirety of the 2022 season. He is allowed to apply for reinstatement in February of next year to go to Jacksonville. Of course, Calvin Ridley was with the Falcons, and he had some great years with the Falcons. Matt Ryan made him look really good. Those two are growing together. But listen, the times have changed in Atlanta. Who knows who their quarterback is going to be moving forward? Their coaching regime has changed. GMs have changed. It, Calvin Ridley didn't feel like he had a spot in the room anymore, and he was talked about last year when he was away from the team being traded. Teams were interested. I read that Jacksonville was one of those teams. So now a year later, Jacksonville Interested again, Doug Peterson, a new coach, but he's interested again. And if he returns to Jacksonville next season, Trevor Lawrence, he's he's playing into his potential, I believe. This is a quarterback that is growing. And if you have Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley on an offense moving forward and Travis Etienne, this could be really, really exciting for Jacksonville. This is a young wide receiver, 27 years old, who is playing great. He was playing really great. He had to leave the Falcons last year in the middle of the season due to health purposes and then to get suspended this season. You hope he's working out. You hope his mind is right. So when he returned to this Jacksonville offense that 
I, I hear you. Despite losing five straight, it's one-score games. They're right there. They feel like they're right there. I and hope this so. is an option. This is an option that could make Trevor Lawrence, I think, look really good. This is an interesting one because yeah. he missed yeah. a lot of time with mental health. He said, yeah. I, I can't, I'm, I'm out, I'm going to take, and the Falcons were great about it. Hey, take your time. You're still going to, you know, get paid all the... And then the gambling suspension, which yep. we can say, I know the NFL Network, it's a gambling suspension. Yeah. That's yep. what it is. That's two years away from the game. Yeah. And now you're saying, okay, let's plop him in there. I'm curious to see what version of him we get, and I hope for the best. I yeah. hope that he's – but, like, just like Deshaun Watson, yeah. it's two years away from these guys. What version we got? Are we getting the one we remember? Or is this someone who has been away from sports Reminds for me of Le'Veon Bell. Like, where, like, when he comes back from sitting now, he's going to be the same, and I don't know if he's boxing now. So, uh, Calvin yeah. Ridley, yeah. we'll see. Yep, it goes to show what those guys do when they're away from the game. It's a lot harder when it's not all structured. You don't mm -hmm. have breakfast at this time, mm -hmm. training at this time. When you're away from the facility, away from your guys, how are you structuring your life? Are you getting that work in? Mm -hmm. If he's one of those guys, he's young enough, he'll come back, he'll be ready. But Le'Veon Bell's a good example. <laughs> Whiteboard Wednesday, time to get out your markers and your erasers and answer a couple mm -hmm. questions. So later in the show, this is exciting, we've got Terry McLaurin joining us. McLaurin, it was really awesome. He went off in his homecoming when he faced Indianapolis on Sunday. And now the Commanders are a sneaky 4-4 four and four let's go. playing the Vikings this weekend. They feel like a team you wouldn't want to play against right now. So let's find a couple others. The team that we would not want to face right now yeah I, I i watched all the football on sunday and then sunday night i'm like i don't know if the 85 bears combined with the 78 steelers combined with the 94 niners can beat the bills right now <laughs> yep they didn't even play great in the second half they didn't score any points they kind of like you know fooled around a little bit we saw two interceptions and they still won by 10 points this thing is a locomotive right now and the games played in buffalo especially at night I don't know who's beating them this year. They've already beaten some top guys. I mean, we've seen them take care of business against Lamar in a huge comeback. We've yep. seen them go into Kansas City and, and already beat Patrick Mahomes. And now you've beat the two-time back-to-back MVP winner and Aaron Rodgers. They're loaded. They got another player yesterday. They just keep on adding and adding. Yeah. Bills, I don't want to face this team now. I certainly don't want to face them in January. And the weather gets cold and that crowd gets even nuttier. Yeah, Bills only have one loss. I'm going to raise you a little bit. I'm going to a team with zero losses. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles went against the Steelers this past week. And it was just like coming off a of bye week. We said, is this going to be a trap game? And I'm at the Jets game on Sunday. And every time I look at my phone, I see an A.J. Brown touchdown. And he's just scoring on people. But on top of that, the celebrations, the stomp the yard. They're in there getting it. It's choreographed. They're having fun over there. He scores another touchdown. They're doing the electric slide. Who wants to play against Philadelphia right now? I know I wouldn't. Hassan Reddick, big play Slay, James Bradbury, those guys are getting it done on defense. This is a team coming together. Jalen Hurts is leading them, bringing everybody as one. The Philadelphia Eagles are rolling, beating the brakes off of people, and celebrating and dancing in the end zone. The Bills have looked really good. The Eagles have looked really good, and you really don't see that going in any other direction. Uh, speaking of direction or misdirection, when healthy, again, really scared about what Kyle Shanahan <laughs> is going to do with one Debo Samuel yes. and Christian McCaffrey. These two guys, they could stand in any formation in the backfield, and this is going to be so fun to watch. I think only the best is to come for this offense. I don't know. When these two guys are healthy and, and Kyle Shanahan is just like, looking like a crazy, happy person, like drawing up these plays. I'm a little bit scared of the 49ers offense. No, for sure. When, last week was like this McCaffrey-Mardi Gras, but there was yeah. still this sense of like, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Like, yeah. until 19 gets involved. Right. Pretty excited. I, I don't want to play these guys 
the Seattle Ooh. Seahawks, five and three. You want to get in Kenneth Walker the third's way? Do you want to throw into that secondary? Peter has spent most of this season breaking down the Seattle secondary and how young so, they are. I like Tariq Woolen. I like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I like all of them. Um, this is a team that no one saw. What is it, Peter? The Tell the Truth Tuesdays, yeah, whatever yeah. Pete Carroll has. Yeah, yeah. Here's the truth. Don't play these guys. It is the most fun, most unexpected story in the NFL this year, this side of the New York Giants. The Seahawks and Pete Carroll being like, yeah, yeah, you, you think I don't know how to coach? You think I forgot about football? You can't keep running the ball. Shut up. It's a bunch of crap. Literally a quote from <laughs> Underdogs this week against the Cardinals. Okay, good. Because the Cardinals are just juggernauts. No Underdogs. one wants to face the Cardinals. Why didn't all four of us put the 2022 Arizona Cardinals on our board? Come on now. Come right. on now. Don't Who's play the Seahawks. Who's the bigger bird? Who's the bigger bird? All right, so yesterday was an absolute thrill as the trade deadline came and went and a dozen names were moved. A very interesting moves uh, before the window closed. Um, we're done. Our favorite sports trade of all time. You can go any sport. Really? A trade that affected your life. How about that? Yeah. Favorite? What a treat. That. Okay. I know. Um, I grew up a huge NHL fan. Yeah. Loved hockey. Bernie Nichols was my what guy. New York Rangers. Loved Bernie Nichols. Right before the season started in 1991, my father woke me up and was like, they traded Bernie Nichols. I started crying. Who'd, who'd they get? Who'd they get? The Rangers got Mark Messier. Mm -hmm. oh, let's go. Mark Messier to the New York Rangers. Three years later, the Rangers are winning their first Stanley Cup let's go. since 1940. And they got that cup. It's their only Stanley Cup since 1940. 1940! <laughs> Mark Messier, game six against the Devils, guarantees that they're going to win the game. Goes out, has the game of his life. Messier brings the Stanley Cup to the Rangers. You know, they said then, I can die happy. We won. They haven't won since. You know what? It's okay. <laughs> Messier to the Rangers, one of the greatest sports trades ever. Sorry, Bernie Nichols. We see you. Really yeah, good. I'll see that. The guy that got traded in mind also brought a championship to the team that he was going to. And a lot of times we get these questions the night before, and I go back and forth on what I want my answer to be. This one was a layup. Two McCordys are better than one. Mm. Yes, Jason McCourty goes from the Cleveland Browns to the New England Patriots. Yes. And in his first year there, he, not Tom Brady, he brings a championship leads to the New England Patriots. Yes, Rod Wave has a song. Yes, I know everybody at the table knows who Rod Wave yeah, is. Sure. Has a song that goes rags to riches. Mm -hmm. Nothing against the Cleveland Browns. Had an okay time there. But go from 0-16 to winning a Super Bowl. Best sports trade of all time. Impacted my life the most. Me getting traded to the New England Patriots. Winning Super Bowl 53. Um, it's really, really good. Jamie, did you want you wanted to go last, right? May I? Uh, this is still the best. Yeah, All right. Great one. Look at this joy on Eli Manning's face and when he's drafted <laughs> by the San Diego Chargers. Just exuberance, and he's there with Tom Condon and Olivia and Arthur. Look, it's just thrilled. Uh, the fact is, he, he had said to the Chargers, I'm not going to play for you. Please don't draft me. Quote, let's keep it our little secret. The Chargers like, nah, don't. nobody tells us who we're going to draft. We're drafting you, and then we'll figure out and trade you, and you can become a New York Giant. The best part is that Eli gave this spiel once when the Chargers were like, seriously, you should play for us, where he tells the story. He's like, the Chargers are like, we got this tight end, and he's never played football before, but he was a basketball player. He's going to be really good. And he's like, yeah, sure, they, sure he is. He's going to be a real all-pro. And, of course, became Antonio Gates and LT and everything. Amazing. But the fact that that video of Eli holding up the Chargers jersey is still the most awkward bit. I'm here for awkward. That's the one. <laughs> so remember last week uh, we talked about like our makeout song in high school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I should have had a uh, – this is my heartbreak song. It was the summer of 2007. Like some people were going through their high school breakups. Um, I was too when I had to break up with Kevin Garnett when he went to the Boston oh, Celtics. Let's go. It was July. Um, I wake up and Kevin Garnett goes to the Celtics, and and I, like I'm, my heart is actually racing, like looking at that jersey. I was so sick to my stomach when Kevin Garnett went there. 
And you know what made matters worse? A few months prior, Randy Moss had signed with the New England Patriots. Mm. And at this point, I feel like we are we are becoming a farm system for New England. <laughs> because then, you know what else happened? In what? the fall of 2007, David Ortiz helps the Boston Red Sox win their, thir- their second World Series in four years. You know who all three came from a Minnesota sports franchise? The summer of 2007, I graduated from high school, and I was so tainted and heartbroken with the fact that those three fine athletes that I adored so much in their time in Minnesota were playing for New England. It makes me so mad. And Kevin Garnett started it all. Uh, you went to New England, too. And then I went to New England, too, and, which is great. But Why doesn't anyone not? We got a superstar here. Terry McLaurin's coming on the show. That's our guy. Look at him just lighting people up. That's Good Morning Football on a Wednesday. I like that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like... How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, (laughs) hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, (laughs) do you you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for my favorite segment of the week. Uh, What's your beef? Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Uh, we get to air things out that are on, it's on our minds. And Jason has a nice little uh, topic for us to chew on today. Yeah, yesterday was trade deadline. So you see all the guys, I think it was like 12 players being moved, having to relocate and all of those good things. But what we don't talk about now today on Wednesday is the guys that didn't get traded and everything that they go through. I'm going to start with a guy, Brandon Cooks, out in Houston. And I want to throw to Lovey Smith. He was talking about 
about it. Before the trade deadline passed, Brandon Cooks didn't practice. Lovey, what did you have to say about it? What kind of question is that? Are we going to import a trade? If, if there's somebody we're going to trade and we trade them, we kind of talk about it then. Brandon wasn't out there today. He's excused for personal reasons. Lovey says B. Cooks was not out there for personal reasons. I don't know what that means. He's healthy. Personal reasons means, hey, we don't know if we're going to trade this guy, so we want to keep him healthy. We don't want him out there practicing. There's a lot going on. What did Brandon Cooks think of this? Well, he went to Twitter to show his reaction and what he had to say and his feelings. And he says, don't take a man's kindness for granted. Covered for the lies for too long. Those days are done. Crossed the line with playing with my career. Yeesh. My goodness, I don't know what the lies are told. I'm not speculating that. But the psyche of a player, the whole time, weeks leading up, days leading up, everybody's talking about whether you're going to be traded. Hell, Brandon Cooks is playing in Houston. They're not doing too well. He probably wanted to be traded. But now you have to go back into, into the building and act like everything's okay. I remember in 2015, I'm playing for the Titans. There's speculation that I'm going to be tweeted. Every, all the insiders are saying, hey, Jason McCourty may get traded to the New England Patriots. I'm talking to my brother. He's just like, hey, I, I talked to a coach here. Like they're gonna they're trying to see if they can get it done. I'm like, wow, this is this is obviously for real. Trade deadline passes. Our GM comes up to me, it was like, did you see all that nonsense about the trade deadline? Don't believe any of that. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. The deadline's After over, it's... and now we need you to go play. So for Brandon Cooks, for a Cam Akers, for a Kareem Hunt, these guys have expressed, and when the team's saying, hey, we don't want this guy, he's on the trading block, this is real. And now when you have to walk back into work, act like it didn't happen, and say, hey, what do you want me to do this week? Hey, what's my role? I'm going to go out there and give it all for the team. Yeah. When You guys just showed that you don't want me and you're trying to get rid of me, but it wasn't able to happen. So for the Brandon Cooks, a guy we talked about yesterday, and mm -hmm. we said, hey, a consummate pro, he's beloved. Everybody likes him in the organ any, in, in any organization he's been in. Mm -hmm. And now you're fooling around. You're saying, hey, we're going to trade this guy. When he's been traded before, he performs when he gets to the new team. How's it going to be now that every so much speculation about being traded and you remain there? For Cam Akers, hasn't played the last two weeks. Now the deadline has passed. Do you just reinsert him in the lineup? Kareem Hunt wore a joker mask at the end of the game talking about, oh, it doesn't matter whether I'm here, whether I'm there, and now he has to go back. This guy's probably a premier running back as a starter on another team. So for me, I wanted to just talk about and acknowledge what guys go through the mental part of, hey, am I going to be traded? Am I not? And now I have to perform and walk back into the building and mm -hmm. play ball. It's got to be tough. I, you know, the market was soft for Kareem Hunt. I think his name was out there for a couple of weeks. I don't think there's a lot of takers. Yep. Like, hey, let me get Kareem Hunt and have to sign him to a new deal. And then Cam Akers, if Sean McVay doesn't dress you, well, what, why, if, if you can't work on? with Coach McVay, who everyone loves, and he's, he's down on you, what's your market value going to be? The Brandon Cooks one, he signed the new contract before the season. He makes a ton of money. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a business to this, too. So okay. you're bringing in Brandon Cooks. What am I getting for, you know, whatever he's making, $18 million? What's like, up with that tweet? That, that, that tweet is, is a loaded that, that tweet. tweet. is dark. What is, 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 the lies? and I mean, Talking about an organization that's been through the mud the last few years. years. Take a stab at it. Not, not the specifics. What, what do you think he's talking about? Uh, you just think about since Brandon's been in Houston, there's been so much speculation. DeAndre Hopkins gets traded for a second-round draft pick, the same as a Chase Claypool with all that DeAndre Hopkins has accomplished for David Johnson. And He's not even there Deshaun anymore. Watson. Deshaun Fire Watson. Bill O'Brien. There's been so much that's gone on. Jack there's Easterby. Been, you there's want been to talk so about much it. being said about this Houston organization. I'm sure Cooks is a stand-up guy. He's a veteran. There's people going to Brandon Cooks talking about what's gone on in He's the building. He knows a lot 
more than yeah. the average guy or people speculating. He's inside. He knows what's going on. I guess that's what he's talking about. Hey, when I stand up in front of the media and they ask me about this person or that person, I give my company answer and, hey, everything's great here in Houston. And he's saying, I know the truth. And I, Brandon Cooks, he's not going to go out today. My, dude, that was, media. that was something. That's it, way out of character And for it's him. tough. This guy is married. He has kids. And it's tough when it's just all this trade speculation because it's not just you pick up and leave and go play for another team. You move your entire family. Kids could be in school. Wife could have made yeah. friends. And I'm not complaining. It's a business and it's part of it. But there's also a mental and a human side of that oh as well. Gosh. Jason's so good. So plenty of contenders were adding high-level talent across the league. So which of these teams is set definitively to make a run after the trade deadline? It's time to talk about the Vikings, the 2022 Vikings. Hawkinson can catch eight balls this weekend. Like, he is going to light it up there. I said it before. I'll say it again. I think Kirk Cousins steps into the most talented, loaded offensive huddle in all of football. Number one out of 32. I want you guys to understand that we are now two weeks away from, I think, what is shaping up to be the biggest regular season game of the year. The 7-1 Vikings, potentially, going to Buffalo to play the 7-1 Bills. This is a huge game. This is Hawkinson versus Naheem Hines. Also, all the attention goes to Cook uh, and Cousins and Jefferson. The defense, do you guys know who the NFL sack leader is? Zadarius Smith. Do you know who the NFL leader in, in tackles for a loss is? Zadarius Smith. It is not Micah Parsons. It is not Aaron Donald. They got guys like Jordan Hicks who are like top five tacklers in the league right now. The defense plays. The offense is absolutely loaded. The moves I make that I love yesterday that make my hair really blow back, it's not the average teams trying to get better. It's not the crappy teams trying to unload. It is the really good teams trying to get great. Mm. I love that the Dolphins made a move. I the Vikings didn't have to make a move. You're fine. You have one loss. You can probably get in the playoffs. Maybe you win a game. They're like, no, 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 no. Not good enough. I love it. It's offense. It's high flying. Vikings bills in two weeks going to be massive. Vikings are loaded. I'd say Vikings at Commanders this week. That's good too. And, and, and that's a good game and it's yeah. in Washington and that's Cousins going back to Washington. That's a classic kind of Vikings oh. game though where mm -hmm. historically yeah. this franchise, alright we've got that game against the Bills oh, or no. in this case the it used Eagles. to be the Eagles or the Packers, whoever it is. Do you think they drop the ball though or this is a different kind of deal? I, we'll find out. I hope not. I, I, again, the name that we never say on the show is Kevin O'Connell. We mm -hmm. don't say it. Peter, do you know why? Is it because we're Constantly talking about Say Salah and Dable and all yeah, that, but like probably. first year head coach with one loss, this would be like coach of the year, coach of the year. True. Little low profile, sleepy Minnesota. He doesn't have the big media sound bites, but he's coaching his butt off and the team looks great. If they do beat Washington, I think you got to credit O'Connell because that's a different type of feel great for the take. Vikings. Without a doubt, Minnesota is rolling, obviously the top yeah. of the division, and I mean, they're getting it done. And for me, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. The McCaffrey deal didn't get done at the deadline, got done a few days ago, but we saw the impact of it this past week when they played against the Rams and we saw McCaffrey throw for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and also run for a touchdown. We knew coming into the season, the first few weeks of the season, how good this San Francisco 49ers defense was. D'Amico Ryans, having those guys fly around, Talanoa Hufunga making plays, mm. pick sixes in the whole nine. And now we get a chance to see Christian McCaffrey in an offense giving Jimmy Garoppolo everything he needs as a quarterback. And we talked about it earlier. Yes, they lost Trey Lance and Jimmy comes in. It was just like the 49ers could have said, hey, you know what? This isn't our year. Trey Lance will get healthy. He'll come back next season. We'll make another run. They said, no, we're going to go get McCaffrey. I think you said it. Now Kyle Shanahan can color outside the lines. Mm -hmm. Peter called him positionless, him and Debo Samuel. Now going into a bye week, they get an opportunity to catch him up to speed more in the offense. Hopefully Debo Samuel gets healthy, comes back after the bye. And my goodness, what Kyle Shanahan can do with this offense, the plays he can draw up, 
how he can use a guy like Christian McCaffrey. They're a scary team right now. And an NFC that is wide open, they can make a run and be in the conversation later later on as playoffs are rolling around to really be a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's horrifying. The numbers on what McCaffrey did, even in just his second game, are historic. And that pass he threw, the 34-yarder, mm -hmm. it's the third longest pass in the air that the 49ers have had in <laughs> three seasons. Is that good? I don't know. I think it's, it's bad. Fascinating. Yeah, it's something. Positionless players. Um, I'll tell you a guy who plays a position. That's Roquan Smith. Mm -hmm. And he plays that middle linebacker position oh so well. And you know what that position means in Baltimore with obviously Ray Lewis being the, 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 the face of that franchise. Um, it's an interesting position for them because Patrick Queen was a first-round pick a few years ago. Right. He was... Expected to be that guy. And guess what? Queen's playing pretty well this season. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. They, or they have to decide what they want to do with him next year with the fifth-year option. And it's like, now you put Queen and Roquan together, and you don't want to run the ball up the middle against the Ravens. Like LSU and Georgia, right? LSU and like Georgia. It. I like Two it. Two studs. <laughs> and if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I'm looking at that AFC North. All right, Jamar Chase is, is out for a couple of weeks for the Bengals. They're 4-4. Four and four. Um, Yes, Watson's coming, but we just beat the Browns. They're a team that's under 500, mm -hmm. and the Steelers are in this this you know rare down season. Sure. Like this is the Ravens saying, "There's a small window here. Let's take this AFC North and let's mm -hmm. run with it. Let's get a home playoff game and let's get back to what we are." And I said it yesterday on the show. Like I don't know if they can re-sign Roquan Smith in the offseason. Mm -hmm. you know, Lamar Jackson's contract is going to be a huge, huge number. So will Roquan's. I kind of like the fact that Eric DaCosta was like. I'm not worried about it. Let's go and let's get him. It's a second and a fifth. And if it puts us in the spot in the playoffs that we have a home playoff game, let's go and roll the dice. I, I like it. I think mm -hmm. the Ravens got a lot better. They went aggressive week. as hell. The, the, all the activity we saw yesterday, is that like ripple effects from the Rams and the, and the bleep them picks and we won a Super Bowl? Like, I don't think it's a coincidence yeah. that that Super Bowl gets won and then we have the yeah. wildest trade deadline ever with teams being like, more. We need it's more. We're not good enough, right? 12 trades yesterday and most of them are from contending teams. Yeah. You know? uh -huh. and it's like, I like it. The Ravens... I don't know if the Ravens were going to compete this year. Like, honestly, they yeah, beat no, the Browns. They, no they, they yeah. get by the Buccaneers. Down. They're a really good team right yeah. now. Yeah. And I think Roquan yeah. Smith, league leader in tackles, helps them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball, too, in the Miami Dolphins, because you could say, like, oh, the Bills, speaking of, like, runaway team in the division with the Vikings, you could say the Bills are that, but then the Dolphins beat them. So, mm -hmm. like, they're right there. The Dolphins do have to go to Buffalo later in the season, but they have Jalen Phillips, the first-round pick from last year, who's playing fine, but they needed somebody to counter him on the other side of the ball. And, Jay, the Dolphins, to me, are a deep defense that have made me jump off my couch I think more than any other team this season and by that I mean electric plays mm -hmm. like guys in the secondary in particular that are carrying their own holding their weight they have a great young secondary and they look really good in flashes and obviously they challenged the best offense in the league in the Buffalo Bills earlier this season but they needed to be able to rush those quarterbacks that are living haunting them within their their division Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, uh, Josh Allen. I mean, and, and the guys that are now there in Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips. Bradley Chubb is 26. Jalen Phillips is 23 years old. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to commit to Bradley Chubb on a long-term deal now for the Dolphins, that's a really young, great opposite ends of the line. Coming off the line for the defensive end, they look really good. They're only at 15 sacks so far this year. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys lead at 33. Mm -hmm. There's room to make up there with those yeah, guys. Like oh, you yeah. said, Emmanuel Ogba, they signed to a deal this past summer who's there. They're going to have to figure that situation Christian out. Will 
Wilkins. Christian Wilkins uh-huh. is a guy who was in the last year of his deal. He's playing really well. But they're a defense that they blitz a lot and they come mm-hmm. after you and they create pressure that way. But with some injuries in the secondary and some good young players but guys banged up, you're not able to blitz as much and put the onus on the secondary. So go get a guy like Bradley Chubb and allow him with a four-man rush to be able to get after the quarterback, which complements everybody else on the defense. Sounds like Jason played in Josh Boyer's Dolphins defense. It really does. Well, it's like he yes. might know a thing or two. He's got a taste. Yeah, a taste for it. I don't know. I like it. A little, little sprinkle. There's a gentleman from the Hoosier State, and he had himself a day against the NFL team that plays there. And he's joining the show next. Number 17 for the Washington Commanders. Scary Terry after the break on a three-game win streak. Stay here. Terry McLaurin right now. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So we couldn't have talked more glowingly about our next guest. He is one of the best young receivers in the game. Terry McLaurin is coming off a huge Week 8 performance for his hometown. Please welcome out of the state, out of Ohio State University, mm-hmm. uh, Commanders Yo. wide receiver Terry McLaurin. What up, Terry? Terry. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks y'all for having me for this Good. morning. Let's talk about the emotions after the game. Peter just mentioned you had your mm-hmm. guys from high school in the locker room. You had family in the hallway. So many hugs all around. Yeah. What did that whole vibe feel like to you after such a wonderful performance against your hometown team? Yeah, it was a full circle moment for me growing up in that city, having my closest family and friends there, being able to kind of have a homecoming. And uh, the most important part, you know, it's kind of crazy because you had to get all these tickets and anticipation of the game. But at the end of the day, you just want to win the game. So, you know, once we won the game, got to have my people there. It was really a surreal moment. I'm extremely blessed to have that as a memory that we'll all share. You know, I've always believed in, I don't have just this platform to share these experiences and have these opportunities for myself, but it's to share it with other people and especially the ones that helped me get, get, get here. So that was just a cool moment to have Marvin Harrison come up to me, somebody that I looked up to growing up, watched in that stadium. It was almost like I was living a dream. It really was. It was like time was slowed down in that moment. We love Taylor Heineke yeah. here as a show. You've played with all types of QBs, Terry. There's something mm-hmm. about him where there's there's a juice and there is an 
energy, right. even watching at home. When he's out there chucking it, you can feel it on the couch that there's this whole vibe that you guys play with when he's out there throwing mm -hmm. the ball around. What is it about Taylor Heineke that makes him so easy to yeah. rally behind? I think a lot of people want to measure the tangibles, the arm, the the height, um, some of those things at the quarterback position, which you know a lot of the time are very important. But the thing that a lot of people can't measure what's inside his chest and is his heart, his determination, and just his will to win. And I think I said it on numerous occasions where he plays every game like it's his last game and every every play is not dead with him. And uh, I think he's done a great job of making the big plays when we needed to, but also taking what the defense has given him. And I think that just shows his maturation process as he's gotten more reps with us. But yeah, I think he brings a lot of energy to our offense and our team. And, um, you know, when you play with a guy like that, um, you just want to make plays for him and, and you know he has a chance to change the game. So um, it's been great playing with him so far and the way he just lifts us up, you know, obviously when Carson's been down. But, you know, we have a lot of confidence that we can win games with him as well. Taylor, obviously not one of the top quarterbacks drafted in the NFL draft. You go in the third mm -hmm. round. This Washington team up and down the roster, these aren't a lot of guys who are taken first overall and were given that, that crown right. at the draft. And yet here you guys are. Four and four, right in the thick of it. And you're rallying around yeah. a coach who's going through a rough week as well, going on with, with his tragedy mm -hmm. that he's dealing with. Talk about this right. room right now, because there has been a lot of turbulence around this Washington franchise, mm -hmm. and yet the football seems like it's as good as ever right now. I think we have some momentum over the last few weeks. Started a few weeks ago, and we've kind of just gotten better each and every week. I think we're doing a better job of playing more complimentary football. I think the defense did a great job against the Colts' run game and enforcing some turnovers, and Tressway is booming the ball, and our special teams are doing a great job in coverage. So, And, and even with our offense, we know when we, when we need the drives to win the game, those two-minute drives the last few weeks, uh, when we get the first downs, that's what that's what f um, winning football is going to take. And so, um, you know, I think over the last few years, we've had a lot of adversity going on both on and off the field. But I think we got a gr great group of guys in that locker room who uh, stick together and want to fight for one another. And we come in here with a focus to try to put our best on the field each and every week. So if we can continue to do that, we're going to put ourselves in great situations to win more games. You guys have another tough matchup coming up. You guys have been rolling. Mm -hmm. You have the Minnesota Vikings who are sitting there at 6-1. and yeah. one. I'm assuming you're going to get Patrick Peterson. You're the guy for the Commanders. Yeah. You're attracting the best corner week in and week out. How does mm -hmm. that feel, and what goes into the preparation as you get ready for these guys? As a receiver, you, you, want, that, uh, you want that title. You want to be a wide receiver, one, to be the go-to guy for your team. And you know that just doesn't happen. Yeah, I think it's a testament to try the, the work I try to put in week in and week out uh, to earn the trust of my coaches and my teammates, especially the quarterback, to know that I'm going to get my job done each and every week. And then just going into film study, you know, going against these corners, there's so many different kind of corners in this league, size-wise, technique-wise. And I think it's really allowed me to grow to, know that I got to bring my best each and every Sunday because next week you're going to go against probably their best guy. So I have a lot of respect for Patrick Peterson, what he's done in this league and just over his whole football career. He's an extremely smart player. He can still play at a high level and I know his technique is still really sound. So, you know, he has my respect definitely and we've gotten to go against each other a few years ago and that was fun. So I'm looking forward to another matchup against their secondary and against a team that's uh, hot right now. So, you know, this is a chance for us to try to keep this momentum going and, and really get a, another uh, win under our belt. Terry McLaurin, thank you so much for thank all you, of your time today. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. I appreciate you guys for having That's me. It. Catch you Commander's next time. Commander's three in a row. Right? You got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We love it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 